Hello, welcome to the Dear Writer podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. We're two aspiring collaborative authors sharing our writing journey with you. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Whether you're just starting out or a more experienced writer, we hope that you'll find this podcast inspiring and thought-provoking. And here's the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Dear Writer. Today we're recording episode 117. It is another one of our creative exercise episodes. And today we're going to be doing an exercise involving both character and setting, which I think you guys will find quite interesting. Uh, Sarah found this, so I'll let her give you a little quick intro about where the idea came from and what we're going to be doing. Yeah, so the exercise is called Room. Basically, you choose a character whose perspective you're working on for your like work in progress, and then you sit down and write a paragraph describing the room that you're currently in. And on the Readsy blog, the description of it said, you know, it doesn't matter whether your characters, I don't know, from some fantasy world or sci-fi or whether they're located in the past, it could just make it more interesting and give it more perspective. So, you know, if you have a character that's in the past and you wanted to write about the room that you're currently in, I imagine it would give it quite an interesting flavor. (laughs) So we chose however to do two perspectives from our teen fiction series which we are currently working on editing Ashley chose her character Grace and I chose my character Lizzie which I'm sure you are all familiar with if you follow this podcast on the regular and I thought we just before we got started into going over our actual paragraph and reading that out I thought we might discuss what our initial thoughts were when presented with this exercise and how we thought it was going to go. Ashley? I was really excited about giving it a go because, as you know, I really enjoy setting, as I've mentioned on previous episodes (laughs) before. And I was quite keen to get back into Grace's head as well because she's quite often a fun character to write from even though she can be a bit moody and like a bit you know she's in a dark place sometimes so I was excited about that and I was really interested to see what Grace would think of my house (laughs) that's really (laughs) weird but that was something I was really looking forward to and I well I guess I'll talk about it more when we get to the what we did part but yeah it was I was like I wonder what room I'll be in when (laughs) I'm writing so We'll get to that later as well. So what what did you think, Sarah? I was interested to see how it would go. I kind of, I wasn't quite sure how it was going to go for having Lizzie because she always takes a kind of, she can either be like just really observant about some stuff or she can be quite passionate about things as well. And I wasn't (laughs) really sure what was going to come up with her describing my room. (laughs) (laughs) so I was like oh we'll see what happens with this (laughs) um I didn't really I thought it would be fun because obviously you know I chose the exercise but yeah I wasn't quite sure how what direction it was going to take so I guess that that leads us into the next part which is sort of explaining how we found it and reading our pieces that we wrote Did you want to go first, Ashley? Sure. So um, as Sarah said, I was doing Grace 
and um, I've been having to take the time to write whenever I get it, whenever TJ's in a, you know, in a happy mood or in a, having a good sleep. So it kind of that dictated where the writing took place. So it ended up being at our kitchen table facing the kitchen. So the room I ended up choosing was the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. And also, basically what happened was it didn't, I don't think I followed exactly what the um, exercise wanted me to do. And then I also kind of got a bit carried away as well and had to stop myself from continuing to just randomly write about this weird kitchen that Grace found herself in. <laughs> so... <laughs> Here is the piece that I wrote. Morning sunlight poured through the kitchen window, pooling on the stark white tiled floor. I stepped forward cautiously, my boots clacking loudly. Food was in short supply, and we were desperate enough to venture into the city in daylight. My eyes flicked from the pile of dishes precariously stacked on the drying rack to the half-eaten muffin on the kitchen bench. At least, I thought it was a muffin. Mold had encased it in a fuzzy greenish-blue jacket. I was hungry, but not hungry enough to eat that. I hoped the cupboard had something more appetizing. As I moved to the pantry door, I caught sight of the collage of pictures stuck to the fridge, just like my fridge back home. My hand fell to my side as I was drawn to the images of whoever lived here, back when the world was a better place. The woman who lived here could have been me in 10 years. We had the same dark hair and eyes. I traced my fingers over the snapshots of her life, friends, family weddings, kids. It was hard to imagine that future for me, not when I was stuck here in this hell. My finger stopped over one of her and her father, their happy faces smiling back at me, taunting me with a glimpse of what could have been if dad hadn't died, if this war hadn't spread its darkness across everything I lived for. The end. (laughs) I got caught up in why she would be in my kitchen, which I don't think I was supposed to, but then I couldn't get past it. So then I had to like create a reason for her being in there. (laughs) Hence, she's stealing my food because she's really hungry, desperately (laughs) hungry. So that's what ended up happening. As I thought, it ended up, you know, a little bit depressing at the end, which things usually do for Grace, especially I've just finished editing Price of Pandemonium and things get a bit interesting at the end and I think I was still in her interesting headspace <laughs> yes <laughs> when I was writing this this little excerpt <laughs> what about you Sarah well maybe I'll, I'll read it first and then I will explain how mine went so the room from Lizzie's perspective and I do all my writing in the study because to move my laptop is well, it's not really that hard. Like, you know, it's it's got an actual cable instead of like, uh, I don't use Wi-Fi because I think it runs better on like a cable. But anyways, so I don't like moving it that much. Besides that, Julia, well, it's hard enough to get a moment where she's not like screaming at me for something when she's awake. So I just do my writing when she's asleep in this little study area that I have recently moved, actually. It was located in the nursery, but now it's since she started sleeping in there, it's now in the spare bedroom, so which is quite messy at the moment, as you will discover. Okay. The room was a relic of a time I'd forgotten. Clothes were strewn across every surface. The bed sagged low, the thin metal frame bearing a coating of dust. A wrinkled floral duvet had been pulled across it, and it might have hidden the fact the bed was unmade, except for the sheet that sat blatantly on top, mocking someone's half-assed attempt at cleaning up. Bits and bobs were scattered across the dresser, 
The only thing that was in recent use was the desk. A large microphone swung out on a boom arm and a laptop computer took the prime spot. A little hideaway that had been created in the midst of chaos. I felt anger bubble. To some, this room might have looked like nothing but a mess. To me, it looked like domestic bliss and everything I had lost. I wanted to take that laptop and break it in half, sweep off those cute Russian nesting dolls onto the floor, break the picture frames into pieces, smash the lamp into the microphone and tear at the duvet until it was nothing but feathers floating through the air. (laughs) Sounds very Lizzie. I actually struggled a little bit with her viewpoint to begin with. And like yeah. when I started writing it, it almost, the end started like getting really kind of like yours and a little bit like reminiscent and <laughs> of the past. <laughs> yeah. And it almost sounded like Grace, interestingly <laughs> enough. And then I was like, no, this isn't Lizzie. Like, and then so I had to write like the majority of it again because I felt like yeah. I hadn't quite nailed her viewpoint. <laughs> I was like, no, I've got to channel like the the inner frustration that Lizzie has. Yeah, like the frustration, <laughs> not darkness. <laughs> yeah. So I thought I think yours turned out really well. Yeah, I think it was it was hard in some ways I found to be descriptive but still have the viewpoint coming through because I didn't want it just like all description without yeah. like the color of her viewpoint Mm -hmm. so I think that's where the exercise was quite good was that you had to really think about how your character would view the room not just kind of be like oh there was some Russian nesting dolls on the desk or you had to kind of color it from your character's perspective Mm -hmm. and see what they might see about the room instead of what you see (laughs) I agree I was yeah. standing, when I was looking around the kitchen, I was like, what would Grace notice most? And then I was like, probably the the pictures on the fridge. And then which one? I was like, oh, of course, the one of the father. That's going to be the one. <laughs> and that's going to trigger her. This is it. <laughs> it's funny. I'm just going to put it out there. There was a half-eaten muffin, but it wasn't covered in mold in my kitchen. I aged <laughs> I the kitchen. I thought it was kind of funny. I was like, has Ashley been that busy with TJ? <laughs> No, I was like, well, I I was like, I wouldn't make, because it, see, I got into the, because I had to put her in the kitchen for a reason. And then I was like, well, if it is the war, there's been no one here for a long time. So that would mean that the muffin had molded by this Well, point. it didn't say like what time frame, like, so, you know, you, you took your kitchen and then like put it into the book, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of funny. I, um, yeah, I, I also had to pull it short at one point because I was going to go on about like, because, you know, Lizzie's got a farm background and there's a photo frame of me riding my horse back in the day when I rode horses and doing show jumping. (laughs) And I was like going to do this whole thing. But again, it was getting like too reminiscent and like, yeah, I was like, no, just like, you know, keep it compact-ish. Yeah, but yes. I originally like I'll just do like a little paragraph, and then my little paragraph got framed by two larger paragraphs, and then I was like, "Well, now this needs to be entirely edited." And I changed the tense. Originally, it was in present tense, and I was like, mm, "I don't like the present tense. This isn't me. It's not Grace." And then it makes it too hard to like flashbacks and like, to change the tense. Um, and then I really wanted to have her open the fridge because I thought it'd be amusing. So it'd be like all disgusting and rotted. And then I was like, "This is just going to take forever. I need to stop." <laughs> 
<laughs> carried away. A world of opportunity with her kitchen. Whereas I felt like there was maybe a little bit, well, I mean, there was still plenty to describe, but that I didn't even touch, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like the baby swing that's like sitting on the floor or like mm-hmm. the shadow box on the wall. Or, there was like a number of things that I could have kept going with. But you're like, I like, need nah. to stop. <laughs> yeah. Tone it back. <laughs> okay, I guess that brings us to the next question, which is do we think it would be helpful for creativity? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. So I think it, it definitely is quite helpful for creativity. What I found interesting was that on the Redsy blog, it kind of categorizes everything into you get like setting and then you get um, character and like things that can help develop those sides. And this one was under setting, but it also had like a bunch of stuff for writer's block. But I was like, you know what? I feel like this hits so many different things at once and it's not just setting. Like the Red Sea blog sort of chucked it under the heading of um you know like it develops your setting skills it develops character it also helps you get past writer's block because you're trying to dive back into your character's perspective and I think it's just a really good exercise to kind of hone some of your skills and maybe if you have issues like I do when it comes to writing things too fast <laughs> and like skipping to the really exciting points and being like, oh, I haven't really, you know, met my word count today. <laughs> I feel this exercise could help a lot with that as well because, you know, you you begin to realize, oh, there's like so many different things that I can describe in this room. And if you sit down and look at things enough, because that you don't have any plot to like go with, you kind of have to develop those skills of like expanding expanding details I guess Ashley what what did you think and so I definitely agree I think it was really good for making you think about your character and really get into their headspace which given over the past little while I've been like flip-flopping between editing Price of Pandemonium and then working a little bit on our ancient Greece book it was really good to kind of be forced to think like Grace for a little bit um, regardless that it was you know, setting or whatever. So that was really helpful. And it was really interesting to try and think about what she would notice rather than what I would notice and then practice describing it all with, I guess, her voice's color. Because it's easy enough just to, you know, if it had been pick a room and describe it without, you know, having the color of your character over it, like that would have been fine, but it was just an interesting extra challenge. Um, having to do it from one of our characters. And it was also kind of weird because, you know, it's your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like personal. You're like, oh, do I yeah, want to let my characters in my space? <laughs> exactly. I was like, is she going to judge me? She's totally going to judge me. She kind of did. Um, <laughs> it's funny. Which is very, very amusing. Did we have anything else to add to this episode or do you think it's about time to wrap up? Good point to wrap it up. So if you would like to try the exercise, then I will, as always, link the exercise from the Reedsy blog and stuff on our show notes. So you can hop on over and read the actual exercise. 
So if you would like to be on one of our author spotlight sections, you can head on over to our website, lindersoncreations.com, and hover your mouse over the podcast tab and you'll find a link to apply. And next time on Dear Writer, it's our author spotlight interview series, uh, which we always look forward to. So keep an eye out for that. If you'd like to know any more about us or any of our writing projects, you can visit us at lindersoncreations.com or you can get in contact with us on Facebook or Instagram under the handle Lindison Creations. If you enjoy the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice and we'll be back next week. Happy writing, everyone. <laughs>